we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for August 28th, 2023. I'll start us off with the prayer to neutralize occult rituals and then we have a gigantic study to try to get done today. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm going to try. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth, seated at the right hand of the Father, we come in the authority given to us in Jesus Christ. We place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continually. We put on the whole armor of God. We resist and renounce Satan, the God of this earth. We rise to war by the power of the Holy Spirit against witchcraft, occult maneuvers, and devices set against your will and the body of Christ. We ask for you to dispatch legions of warring angels in full battle array to enforce your petitions and intercessory prayers. Route your enemies in all fronts, O Lord. Turn their hatred, anger, accusations, conflict, arrogance, and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into the pits that they have intended for others. We nullify, cancel, and oppose every satanic operation, scheme, maneuver, and strategy. Cause secret plans, agendas, and motivations of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see. We decree and declare that what these evil pet, evil people and entities meant for evil, you will turn it around and use it for the good of your people. We close every evil portal that has been opened by them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood, we break and cancel every curse, spell, hex, vex, charm, enchantment, decree spoken or unspoken, sent against the body of Christ, the innocent, and your intercessors by every witch, warlock, satanist, sorcerer, voodoo, priest, shaman, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil working iniquity. May they fall into the very pits that they have dug for others. Lord Jesus, reveal your love to them. Save those that can be saved. Show them the truth about who they're serving and their eternal destination if they continue in their present path. Open their minds, eyes, and ears to receive supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the truth of the gospel. Bring them to salvation. And we seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb and in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. <clears throat> okay, so... Going into the study, this is going to be kind of a part two on Maui and Lahaina. Um, one of the greatest, probably the most overt mass murder event that has taken place on our soil, uh, on American soil. Um, that's That's been like by our own government in a cover-up fashion. I don't know how many people died in the Paradise Fires in California. I would imagine this number would far eclipse that. And there is more and more and more coming out about this every day. They're having a very hard time suppressing this because there's too many eyewitnesses coming out. I mean, I just was looking on the internet and even on YouTube, they're having a hard time policing it all. This is a more of a 30,000 foot view of the whole the whole thing that they were doing in order to pull this off. It's not just about the dues weapons. I think the dues are a major portion of this, uh, if not the major, but there is a lot of other aspects to this. And this report is called Operation Incinerate Lahaina. Secret details of the shock and awe execution plan, a Gladio style, DARPA directed, NATO overseen, USA military executed, advanced AI driven, full spectrum attack on Lahaina, Maui, Hawaii, with multiple goals and objectives. So, again, there's a lot of aspects to this. Please review this video to grasp the sheer normity and gravity. And it's a video that I can't, I mean, if I played it, you obviously couldn't see it and it's called apocalyptic sailboat video documents lahaina's orchestrated firestorms 
um, but I give you the link there. The following once confidential intel report was sent to the Maui Massacre Investigation Team for dissemination. This is State of the Nation. They, they put out some really, really, really detail-oriented, doing their homework, highly documented reports. State of the Nation, okay? Um, <clears throat> for everyone, for everyone's information, whenever highly classified information and data like this is allowed to be leaked, it is because the perps, meaning the perpetrators, at the very top of the black operations want the public to know about it. This is their way of telling every single political leader in America and beyond that they can incinerate your jurisdiction as well, should you stray from the New World Order reservation. In other words, non-compliance with the globalist agenda will be dealt with severely and swiftly as follows. Now, that's not the only reason. The other, the other reasons is the Kabbalistic principle, high-level Jewish witchcraft, Kabbalistic, the Kabbalah, of warning and telling your enemy what you're going to do to them prior to it happening okay we got into some of that last week with some of the ways they they indicated this was going to happen um so that's another aspect of this what i just read going forward every major u.s military operation has both a public and a private code name according to our insider sources and we have multiple the actual secret code name of this highly organized and long-planned black operation to incinerate lahaina is actually called operation incinerate lahaina which is the word i chose to use a lot last week because it was an incineration it was a cremation essentially like when you cremate a body that was you know a lot of the state that a lot of the bodies were left in but they cremated whole, the whole area, essentially. Um, <clears throat> just gray ash, you know, everywhere. What the whole world witnessed via the internet on, in Maui on Tuesday, uh, August 8th, 2023, was nothing short of a full-scale military assault on the census-designated place known as Lahaina. This was a highly coordinated military operation which was utilized which utilized a multi-pronged strategy and numerous battlefield tactics all designed to completely destroy the targeted city as quickly and as efficiently as possible in short this was a military experiment it was a dress rehearsal for many similar ops that will be likely executed around the world with the same precision and cold calculation the primary perpetrators of this purely operation at the purely operational level in in total secret in the operation gladio style of virtual space which functions under the command of nato which they they call north american terrorist organization uh, in this way the u.s armed forces enjoy plausible deniability even though they are pushing the buttons remotely the many techniques and technologies that were employed are tried and tested acts of pyroterrorism which have been used for decades especially in war zones such as vietnam the iraq war and afghanistan war the immediate goal was the total destruction of as much of lahaina as possible as rapidly as possible which was accomplished much of the full spectrum military approach that was utilized was achieved by remote control it was purposely carried out in this manner so as to leave the fewest number of fingerprints at a massive crime scene. Of course, and they're trying to cover up what fingerprints they did leave, and we're going to be looking at that extensively as well. Of course, there are digital signatures all over all over this black op, meaning a black operation, that will be ferreted out by the best cyber investigators. Also, the many Hawaiian leaders, Mauan authorities, and especially the, the Lahainan officials on the ground who supposedly messed up 
were either told to do so or permitted to do so as a way for the higher level perpetrators to deflect blame and avoid all culpability for this deliberately planned mass casualty event, really mass murder event. As for the main reason why the U.S. military demolished Lahaina, it has to do with something that you never hear about. Look around the USA and you'll see all of the U.S. Navy and Air Force bases where they're located. They're always sitting in the most plum locations like Pearl Harbor, San Diego, Coronado, Ventura County, Key West, Pensacola, Jacksonville, Norfolk, etc. Well, the Pentagon just grabbed Lahaina to install a joint services military intelligence base. So that's one of the reasons. I don't know if it's the main, but it's one. There's a lot of... We got into a lot of the reasons last week, too. Just the land grab in general. There's obviously much more to operate Operation Incinerate Lahaina, which will be covered in a subsequent expose. Um, what follows are the generic pyroterrorism, geoterrorism, and geoengineering protocols, which have been used throughout various North American jurisdictions for decades whenever the U.S. military has been ordered to expeditiously force the residents off their lands and out of their properties, as well as move all citizens out of a town. So here's the primary things that were going on there that were in place for Operation Incinerate Lahaina. Number one, atmospheric aluminum, a which is via widespread chemtrail spray, spraying, which there was a ton of that, atmospheric aluminum, a powerful fire accelerant that was obviously been sprayed on the area and was sprayed um, the day the attacks happened. Oh, well, and obviously way, way before that. Lahaina was sprayed with a low layer of chem chemicals aluminum barium nanoparticles that can explode along with 5g directed radiation microwaves or direct energy weapons or our transformer explosions that act as electrical bombs meaning the transformers on the power poles also heart frequencies especially satellite based then also weaponized smart meters exploding on homes stores and office buildings remember they can weaponize your smart meter is like a bomb on the side of your house that they can direct their directed energy weapons toward okay it's it's beaming your uh it's, it's like a homing beacon for uh and and it's a big way it's a big reason why like in the uh, in the Lahaina fires and the Paradise fires, they can incinerate these houses into their own footprint with pinpoint precision. Because they have, once they get your smart meter locked in on however they're doing it, whether it's a satellite-based dues weapon, whether it's, it is a jet-based dues weapon, we're going to look at kind of both of those today, um, or whatever means other, they can zero in on your location. We talked about that a lot in the past too. Also, weaponized smart vehicles so that they can explode like bombs. Yes, the smart vehicles, usually battery-powered. We've talked a lot about how they can blow the batteries up in the car. So there's all of these different ways that they can blow stuff up now that they didn't, they wouldn't have had that even 20 years ago. Didn't have smart meters on our house. We didn't have smart vehicles, okay? Um, they didn't have the satellite uh, dues weapon type things set up near to the extent they probably didn't have dues directed lasers nearly developed 20 years ago there's a lot of things they could not have done they couldn't have pulled this off 20 years ago not like this also specific emfs disseminated from cell phone towers microwave weapons i.e dues uh, operating from gwen towers and microwave towers also localized mini emps um 
like electromagnetic pulses set off by remote facilities. And then also directed energy weapons, lasers, fires, uh, fired from drones, satellites, air force, aircraft, and naval ships. Then also arsonists disguised as police officers, firefighters, and other first responders. Yeah. So arson, I'm not discounting the fact that arson couldn't be a play a major role in this. I mean, hey, whatever it takes to get the satanic uh, job done, right? You know, you, you want to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs. So if they want to send arsonists in too, in addition to all this other stuff, that, you know, from a satanic standpoint, you know, it's all the better. You know, I'm talking from a satanic standpoint. Going further, um, fire starting incendiary devices, such as plastic spear dispensers routinely used for controlled burns. Then, miniature drone flamethrowers operated by remote by U.S. military personnel. I have played the videos, and I understand you have to go watch them, but you can you can see where, um, like, they'll use these to do um, back burns and controlled fires or whatever, supposedly controlled fires, where you'll actually see um, footage online. I've played it in my videos, or my audios, and I, obviously you'd have to go watch it, where they the Forestry Service has these incendiary drones that go up there, and they'll lay down a nice layer of fire to start fires and, and they they can you know start quite a bit from these drones and it's you don't even have to have boots on ground for that you can just have do it remotely by drones um okay and then also gross intentional mismanagement of the parks forest grasslands and brush that's another thing i've talked a lot about where they just leave they don't they don't manage the land at all from a fire burning standpoint they just let all the vegetation die they, they're trying to kill everything with the chemtrails anyway so a lot of the plants are dying anyway they don't they make sure that they don't get all of these things that would be a fire threat they just leave them rot and then when the time comes it's all this fuels on the ground ready to go um talked about that for years then deliberately overloaded power lines under the hawaiian electrical management okay there's another one then sabotage power lines and exploding transformers by gladio agents uh various chemical uh geoengineering programs weather modification techniques and climate engineering technologies also the deep state um ordered the police to close down the roads and barricades and block the people from trying to escape so that they would have as many in the kill box as possible we talked about that last week at length. The water was intentionally shut off by Kalo, Kaleo, which I guess is their water provider, who was ordered not to release water. I just listened to a lady. She's seven and a half months pregnant, two kids. Um, and uh, that day, I couldn't listen to the whole interview. There's so many of them up, up on the internet. I'm, I imagine they're all going to be gone by next week. But um, when she was saying, yeah, she says, I was in my apartment and they cut the water off when all this stuff started. The alarms at her apartment were going up, but not the sirens to say whatever. She barely escaped with her life. Okay, uh, thank God her husband had the, their children with them, but she escaped. And um, they she said they had cut off all the water. They didn't want any water being um, there to fight the fires. Okay, the the firemen were all called off anyway in the kill zones, pretty much, just like they're doing in Canada right now. We're going to talk about that as well. Then the warning sirens were turned off through the city and the islands because they wanted you to be as caught as flat-footed as humanly possible for this they wanted you to be you know asleep in your house when they do when they incinerated your house with a dues weapon from on high that's what they you know ideal uh the oh and also i i did 
here, uh, and, and she confirmed it, this particular lady is that, and there was a, a realtor that works there, is that the children weren't out of school that day but they weren't in school because it was like the day before school started or, or or that weekend or whatever before school started now again but that's all by design the the children were at home okay they probably didn't want to wait till monday or whenever the, the children were supposed to go into school because that would have been more of a logistical nightmare if they wanted to kill all the children which they did uh, or most of them the vast majority of them and that's you know i I've heard reports now, hundreds of bodies uh, washing up on other islands. Stuff. It's total media blackout. But there's a total media blackout out of everything. They won't let you bring aid in. They won't. The, it's just like what's going on in Canada or Canada with the wildfires. Um, the governments, and particularly like the Canadian and the American and the governments around the world, are totally 100% satanic now. I mean, I'm not saying all the low-level people are satanic. I'm saying the people at the top of the food chain who are controlling these things, it is 100% evil, genocidal, satanic. And they want to kill as many people. And children are definitely, definitely, definitely in the crosshairs more than any other demographic because they know that pleases their master, Satan, the most. There's like, I mean, at least 800 children, if not probably way more missing okay um most likely they're all dead and that's what they wanted and that's why it's a big reason why they pulled it off on that specific day because they knew they're all home and they knew school was just getting ready to start and it would have been harder to pull this off had they you know not been all at home um the elites off the, the elites were off the island were warned in advance and left the city Okay, that's another thing that they did. Now, there's all kind of links here you can click on. Here's how the New World Order pyro terrorists actually started and spread the Maui wildfire storms, wildfire, the, the Maui firestorms. And then another one, Lahaina targeted with highly advanced full spectrum warfare. There's all kind of um, links here. Conclusion, Lahaina will go down in history as Hawaii's false flag 9-11 terror attack. It was a conspicuous inside job from start to finish, just like the false flag terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001. Now, if you if this is the first time you're hearing this, I would go back and listen to last week's study where I talk about this, okay? Which is a perfect segue into this um, because we document a whole bunch of stuff and now we've learned a ton more, so much more, I can't cover it all. I'm trying to cherry pick. There's so much news to cover. Um, oh, sorry. Microphone's falling over here. There's so much news to cover. I'm getting a little too animated for my own good. Got to switch to Sanka. Decaf, sorry. Um, there's so much news to cover right now. The, the, the news cycles are so beyond satanic and horrific that I, I just, I'm just trying to cherry pick what is the most 100% necessary uh, to warn my listeners and just to get the word out and then for you to take that also information and run with it and educate other people and and or pray about it and or fast about it and or whatever the way the lord leads you um okay so um let's see here false flag in this particular case being mother nature is getting blamed along with a bunch of grossly incompetent and criminally negligent officials instead of the nato and the u.s military being blamed Okay, so let's go to the next report. As reported last week, the Maui residents um, were burned to death in their cars because of barricades blocking 
their escape. Those who obeyed the order to turn around were incinerated. The Associated Press, and there's a link to this report. The Associated Press, okay, doesn't get any more mainstream than that, right? Wednesday, reported Wednesday that residents of the Lahaina in Maui were prevented from escaping the horrific wildfires by barricades. Now, I played the report last week. It was mainstream news where the guy's like, oh, we don't blame the police, but yeah, they wouldn't let us out. And I'm like, why wouldn't you blame them? Oh, it was downed power line, whatever, whatever. Those police should have done, people found a way out, okay? The ones that survived either fled to the ocean and lived that way, a lot of them were burned up, or they found a way around the police barricades and lived because that was the way out. That was the way to safety, was to get around their satanic barricades. They can use the down power line thing all day long. It doesn't cut it, okay? They could have got these people out of there. I mean, at bare minimum, they could have said, okay, if, if, the, if the roads were truly blocked, they could have said, get out of your cars, get out of your cars, come this way. Don't flee back into the kill box. But no, they weren't told to do that. They were said, go back totally 100% satanic. I, I really hope they're sleeping good at night, those policemen that did this and all the firemen that stood down and all the public officials that were had anything to do with this. Because you know what? You're not going to sleep good in white hot hellfire, baby. You ain't going to sleep good there. I guarantee it. And it's coming unless you repent, you bunch of stinking devils. Wednesday, the residents of Lahaina, Maui, were prevented from escaping the horrific wildfire by barricades. The report contains shocking details revealing that people were turned back by the crew, by a crew as they attempted to flee. Well, really, the police. With several being burned alive in their cars or in the middle of the street as a result. The report notes, and this is Associated Press reported this, you know. But you heard that guy's reaction last time, the one that was turned back and they only lived, him and his wife, they only lived because they um, somehow made it to the coast and then got into the water and, and, you know, the one with like four or five dogs, the one who played last week, they still weren't blaming the police. There's this disconnect here. <laughs> the reports notes that some disobeyed the orders and drove around the barricades, enabling them to escape and guess what, survive. I'm playing one today where the guy says he was on foot, and you'll hear it. He was on foot. He went by this line of cars on foot, got to the barricade. I guess the cops let him through, or maybe he got, he just, whatever. I forget. He, he'll explain it. And um, he kept thinking when he was going down the road, where are all the cars? Where are all the cars? Why Why is this cop just holding? There was no down power lines. There was none, none of that. He was walking away from it. And um, basically, um, he got a little bit of ways and he kept thinking, why aren't the cars coming? There's nothing obstructing the road. If anything, just let him down the road a little bit. You could get a whole lot of cars down the road. Nope. And then all of a sudden he started hearing booms and screams of agony. Probably as the dues weapons were kicking in. That's one account. There's, there's, I don't even know how many like it, but um, one family swerved around the barricade and was safe in a nearby town 48 minutes later. Another drove their four-wheel car, drive car down a dirt road of escape. It's good. It's one of the reasons it's good to have a four-wheel drive vehicle 
you know it doesn't have to be some big monster mutter truck you know some super truck you take to the to the arena and you know uh, you know whatever go mudding with a good four-wheel drive vehicle with off-road type tires you know and there's plenty of suvs like that that's why i've always been a big advocate for something like that because you never know in today's day and age when i mean if you're in a four uh and i understand not everybody can afford something like that but if you're in a of course my vehicle's like um approaching it's like 18 years old okay i, I thank god for it um but i've maintained it impeccably um the lord's put me in a position to do that and i would feel very confident about being in a scenario like this it doesn't have to be something in fact i don't want something brand new with all the smart garbage they've got and all the other. not to say that you know there wasn't stuff they were doing back then but i mean you'd have to go back to i think 83 to have like 1983 to have like a car that's totally emp proof but they do sell those that one emp company has those things you can install on your vehicle where you can make it emp proof or at least really move it in that direction it's a pretty simple install um anyway uh this is a this is a reason for that anyway another drove their four-wheel drive car down a dirt road to escape one man took a dirt road uphill climbing above the fire and watching as the lahaina burned he later picked his way through the flames smoke and rubble to pull survivors to safety but dozens of others found themselves caught in a hellscape their cars jammed together on a narrow road because they were not permitted to leave can you imagine how stinking evil you would have to be to know that there's just open road behind you and you're gonna barricade the road and say no nah, you're going back in the kill box boy you're gonna fry and i'm gonna love every second of it because basically i can't come to any other conclusion than you are just a absolute total mass murdering psychopath if you would do something like that i i, I can't come to any other conclusion in my own mind Dozens of others found themselves caught in a hellscape, their cars jammed together on a narrow road, surrounded by flames on three sides and the rocky ocean waves on the fourth. Some died in their cars while others tried to run for safety. One survivor noted that if she had obeyed the order to turn around, she and her children would have been cooked alive. The gridlock would have left us there when the firestorm storm came, said Cuevas Reyes. 38 years old i would have had to tell my children to jump in the ocean as well and and be boiled alive by the flames or we i mean you have to understand when the, with these dues attacks i mean we are talking thousands and thousands of degrees even the people that were in the water were feeling heat i mean again i said this last week have you ever been around a like a big campfire that's really really burning hot you got to get away from that thing and that's a campfire this is we're talking a whole city being incinerated with these dues weapons that elevate temperatures thousands of degrees when they're working so i can't even imagine the ambient heat coming off yeah you would have to get way out into the ocean and if if you didn't know how to swim or whatever you know or have something to maybe hold on to that that's that's a tall ask um okay so going back to this um the gridlock would have left us there when the firestorm came 
I would have to tell my children to jump in the ocean as well as be boiled alive by the flames or we would have just died from smoke inhalation and roasted in the car. The scenes of burned cars were truly horrific. There's a link to more burned cars. I don't want to feed ridiculous conspiracy theories, but all I can do is tell you the truth. This is from a guy named Will Kane, he, a Twitter post. He said, I just spoke to a videographer in Lahaina, David Phelps. He's a licensed drone pilot. He's been flying over Lahaina for the past week, and he has stunning, haunting images of Lahaina. There is a whole Twitter post on just overhead views in Lahaina. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it um, on uh, this. Yeah, if you want to see it. Now, you can't do that now. You They shut this down real quick. And we're going to talk about that too. The latest update comes after it was revealed that authorities failed to sound the sirens and warn residents that they were in grave danger. Um, uh, yeah, all, Andrea resigned, Andrea resigned citing health reasons. Oh, I guess an, an authority that, you know, again, they're going to blame it on the bumbling authorities that caused all this. That's that's one of their main scapegoats, okay? Um, this comes one day after CBS News, John Vigalotti asked if he regretted not sounding the alarm system, okay? And that was actually from CBS News, what I just read, mainstream. Resident Nate Baird told the AP, we needed at least 10 more minutes. We could have saved a lot of kids. Yeah, but even if they had 10 more minutes, if they're blocking you on the way out, what are you going to do? You're still going to be in the same spot. You know, these people should have just started ramming, done, done whatever they could get to get away from these satanic cops, whatever it takes. So they don't be, so they're not incinerated alive, them and their families. I mean, what the cops were doing was satanic and beyond illegal is what I'm trying to say. They were not on the side of righteousness. And just just understand that you may face that exact scenario where some some jackboot thug satanically possessed demon is telling you to do something and your family's going to die if you obey that order. You know? So just understand, I mean this is a heads up for a lot of people. He goes on to say if we just had like 10 or 15 minute warning, you know, that would have been huge. But again, if they if they don't let you out of the area, then, you know. Um meanwhile, FEMA Federal Emergency Management Agency agents are shacking up in five-star luxury beachfront resorts in Maui. Amid the agency's botched handling of the deadly wildfire disaster, the government is disrespecting us once again. FEMA has turned the Hawaii tragedy into a vacation, a five-star vacation, that is. According to a report and photos obtained by the Daily Mail, Daily Mail, even the Daily Mail's on this, okay? FEMA officials booked themselves into five-star luxury Hawaiian resorts where they relaxed at cocktail bars 45 minutes away from Lahaina. They're shacking up in beachfront at hotels that go for over $1,000 a night. Now, FEMA justified this by saying, yeah, we were, we're there, we're here, but we're getting a really discounted rate. Like, it's like only $300, if we can even believe that. So that's how they're justifying it. Filled, and again, that's that's their excuse. I don't believe anything out of their, their snake mouth, their fork tongue mouth. Filled with all the luxuries you could imagine. While they live in luxury, FEMA's administrator, Deanne Criswell, is complaining that they don't have enough money and need more taxpayer cash. Okay, I'm just going to play some. It's from Fox News. They reported on this. And um, you'll, you'll hear the FEMA lady, uh, uh, I guess, about running out of funds here soon. Knocking too. back drinks. 45 minutes away from Lahaina, 
The city consumes four seasons, beachfront, of course. Rooms there are $1,000 a night. The presidential suite goes for $29,000 a night. We sure hope they're not staying there. Hopefully, FEMA officials aren't getting spot treatments like the $225 one at the Lomi Mohala Massage. We pray they're not poolside sipping Laurent Perrier champagne. Since there's nothing to celebrate, the Mai Tai at the Maui Four Seasons is $32, gratuity not included. Now, we have boots on the ground there on the island. Spies tell us that they may have seen a FEMA foursome enjoying 18 holes in the Robert Trent Jones II design course. Over yeah, why wouldn't they? In the Pacific. It's not just the Four Seasons. FEMA agents are also posting up at the Fairmont, Key, Lani, and Maui, where rooms range there from $1,300 to $4,500 a mm. night. Scuba, surf, and paddle lessons are not complimentary. Neither are the sunset Pilates classes. Do you have to stay limber to hold the As they bask in all the human sacrifices that just happened in Lahani. I mean, there, there's much to be celebrated from a satanic standpoint. If you're a cadaver dog, I don't know. FEMA agents are also crashing at the Gran Walia Astoria, five stars of course, where hula, ukulele, and snorkel lessons set you back. Mm. But the Mohalo Healing Garden and Beauty Lab, oh, it's a must. Are these the hotels Biden's FEMA officials should be staying in, Absolutely. gallivanting around in and drinking in? Yes. As search and rescue operations are underway with 500 kids still missing? Right. No, it's more than that. FEMA has confirmed that they're staying at these hotels. Exactly. But they won't tell us how much they're paying. They mumbled something about a government rate. Right. And they appeared vague and defensive. Biden's giving Maui fire victims $700. Yep. While his FEMA officials sleep at luxury resorts that cost more than that per night. Were these the only hotels that were available? I mean, we understand it's a small island and it's chaotic. Come on. But the five-star resorts 45 minutes away weren't the only options. Nope. FEMA officials could stay at the Days Inn. Exactly. Where you could get an oceanfront view for 250 bucks a night. We confirmed it. Rooms are still available there. Mm. Days Inn isn't a bad spot. It doesn't have the aroma therapy sessions no. that the Four Seasons offered, but logistically and financially, it seems to make sense. Days Inn just won't do for Satan's finest. I mean, come on. If FEMA wanted to respect the American taxpayer as well as the Hawaiian people, Expedia shows plenty of Airbnbs for less than $200 a night. Now, when did FEMA develop this taste for the finer things in life? Because FEMA's administrator, Deanne Criswell, is complaining that they don't have enough money. <laughs> We're watching our disaster relief fund very closely. Um, our estimates do still stay that we may um, have a depletion of our fund now. I mean, this is a day-by-day -day monitoring of the situation. She's, a, she's on CBS Face the Nation, and she's talking about depletion of funds while they're... Agents stay in five-star hotels. Uh, we will start to move some of our recovery projects and delay them until the next fiscal year. Mm. Whoa, wow. FEMA has a $25 billion budget. Now, Deanne, who gets paid 180 grand a year, is saying FEMA's close to running out of funds and they'll have to delay operations if Congress doesn't immediately send them billions of dollars. Now, if I were Deanne and I was trying to cut costs so that I wouldn't have to delay emergency operations, I might not have hundreds of my employees staying at $1,300 a night luxury hotels overlooking a city burnt to the ground with toddlers unaccounted for. Exactly, yeah. So I think you get the gist of it there. You get the little gist of it there. Um, there's still approximately, at least according to this report, 
1,110 people missing. Now, it probably is much higher than that. But um, Okay, so let's go further. Expose, they're all in on the Maui massacre. Okay, so we will play this now. You won't believe it. You just will not believe what I'm going to present to you in today's video. When I discovered it, my jaw dropped, and to, to be honest, I'm, I'm still in disbelief. So whatever you do, turn off all distractions and watch every second of this video because what you're going to see in here is going to leave you in absolute disbelief. You ready? Let's go. It's not being reported right now in the news, but on a neighboring island of Lanai, they, they found 183 bodies washed ashore there. There's 800... A neighboring island. They found 183 bodies washed ashore. Those are the ones that cooked or drowned in the water. And they may have sunk originally, but the tides took them to the other. You, you will resurface because there's certain gases that start to um, formulate in your body in the course of decomposition. This is why if you just throw a body in the water and you see it sink, it's coming back up. Okay. Um, and this is why that could happen. This is how that, that so many of those bodies would end up washing ashore on another island. Let me just back it up just a hair here. I, they, they found 183 bodies washed ashore there. There's 800 as of today reported missing. There are many hundreds that are being refrigerated right now trying to get id they're asking people on the island to provide their dna so they can yeah. match dna to others yeah. outside the media they're expecting this to reach almost 2,000 people in death toll this is right up there among the worst if not the worst since us becoming a nation as fires go 85 paradise and that was considered the worst that was pastor jack hibbs revealing shocking information that we don't hear on mainstream media regarding the terrible situation with the maui fire what is being reported on mainstream media is this the federal emergency management agency the team that's supposed to be digging through the ashes and delivering aid has turned the tragedy into a junket fema booked themselves in the five-star luxury Hawaiian resorts. They're shacking up at the Maui Four Seasons, beachfront, of course. Rooms okay, okay, we, we heard this part, which is the video I just played. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. ...get $1,300 per night in rooms at the Four Seasons, Fairmont Kealani, and the Grand Wailea in Maui. Nobody in Hawaii that's went through this tragedy should be worried about where they're staying. The President of the United States should have a gold card. He should be able to walk into a hotel, and plop it down on the counter, and go, how many rooms do you have tonight? Oh, we, and we need more rooms. Then you go over to the concierge, and you go, hey, uh, in case you don't know me, I'm the President of the United States. And uh, do me a favor, call around town, and let's get everybody uh, that needs a hotel room a hotel room. And then you take these poor people uh, who need help, and you put them in a hotel room. If we can do it for uh, people that break into our country, we can do it for people that uh, are in need. Uh, this shouldn't be hard to do. He, he said if the people that break into our country, which is true, uh, the illegal aliens, um, and he's not talking about the FEMA people that we should do this for. He's talking about the people that don't have a home anymore. But don't worry, they're getting $700 in one-time aid to, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be enough to dig themselves out of all that's been done to them. This should happen, like, it should be instant. It should be the same day. Nobody should worry about that they have nowhere to go. Not in America. This is uh, disgusting. If you think that's the big news for today, well, 
I have information that, like I said, you won't believe. We've talked all week about Maui Police Chief John Pelletier. He's the guy who was in charge of the 2017 Las Vegas shooting that, to this day, still remains a mystery. Exactly. Pelletier is the same dude who, on a previous video, we found out received a pay raise only 50 days after he started the job. $205,000 per year, which was a 29% raise. That was even more than he asked for. Okay, so we know who we're talking about, right? Now get this. The Maui police chief with the dark trail of controversy and bad luck around him is also the Maui coroner. I gotta tell you, I met with them. I'm also the coroner, for those that don't know that. How convenient. Oh, but it So the Pel this Pelletier guy, Las Vegas shooting boy, is also their coroner? Yeah, he's their coroner, so he can cover up from multiple, multiple angles worse. HB 869 was a bill that passed on January 23rd of this year, just one month after Josh Green took office. But what does HB 869 say? What does it do? Well, the very first section, section one states, the legislature finds that coroners should be separate from law enforcement and free to make independent judgments when investigating deaths. Wow, just... Wow. It also says, under current state law, the chief of police for a county serves as the coroner if the county does not have a medical examiner. Making coroners independent from law enforcement will promote transparency, avoid conflicts of interest, and encourage more confidence in coroner's ruling. It's going to do the exact opposite of that, but whatever. Remember, Maui Police Chief John Pelletier told reporters that the fire had melted metal, making the remains extremely difficult to identify when we find these you know this is this pelletier luciferian satanist fork tongue devil our friends the remains we're finding is through a fire that melted metal yeah which is impossible a wildfire cannot melt metal dues weapons sure can though wildfires don't melt metal guys it doesn't happen but yet that's the that's the signature you always see in these dues attacks you will see the cars and internal the internal metal will be melted out on the road it, it looks like free-flowing mercury over and over again you don't see that in a normal just fire that that sweeps it, it doesn't those kind of fires don't get hot enough to melt metal we have to do rapid dna to identify them with Pelletier both being in charge of the police department and in power of the investigations of the deaths, there's certainly... And they had all this pre-positioned by design way, way ahead of time for this mass extermination event. Seems to be a sinister conflict of interest here. He knows exactly how many children are missing. After all, we're talking about families living in a small 5.7 square mile area. He can certainly figure out how many children were living in each home. Matt Wallace tweeted, What are the chances that the same guy would be chief of police in two completely different states for both the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history, Vegas shooting, and also the deadliest wildfire, Maui fires, in over 100 years? in the US who would have thunk it what an incredible coincidence that that's the case nearly 500 FEMA personnel on the ground in Maui along with 270 Red Cross workers 400 Hawaiian National Guard members and close to 200 US Army reservists there is no way that they are still not aware of the numbers no way Will Kane provided his explanation as to the missing children reports or lack thereof lead to me and this is what I've been told the number is going to be way higher
All of those guys said that reluctantly to me. They didn't want to put numbers on it. Okay, this is a guy from Fox News, Will Kane, and it's entitled Maui Locals, The Death Toll is Much Higher. Now, you're, you're going to hear blips of this on something like Fox News initially, but this will be sanitized, and, and you won't hear this stuff going down the road ever. They did see, they saw many, many bodies. Not from the mainstream news, I'm sorry. Let me, let me just back up just a hair. And this is what I've been told. The number's going to be way higher. All of those guys said that reluctantly to me. They didn't want to put numbers on it. They did see, they saw many, many bodies. Now, I want you to know that as well when I tell you this. There were a lot of children that were sent home from school that day. We need to find out what happened to all those kids. Now, I'm not understanding on the sent home from school because I, the other report I heard, they were already home because school hadn't started yet. Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe the schools the one lady was in reference to hadn't started and maybe some schools had. I don't know. That I don't know. But the fact remains, no matter what, the children were at home that day, and that was by design on purpose. I will say, in all of my days over there this past week, having talked to a lot of people, you don't hear people saying, I still can't find this person or I still can't find that person. There's not a great outcry of a missing child or a missing cousin. That does exist, but I'm just telling you, if the numbers are in the 500 to 1,000, I would have thought I would have heard that more. Mm -hmm. So that does leave me with one last potentiality, which is entire families are gone. Yeah. Entire groups of there's people. There's nobody, in other words, there's nobody to say, oh, my... My sister's mi or, or my wife's missing or my children, they're all gone. They're done. They're all in the kill box. Who could not escape and no one left to say, where is my cousin? Where is my uncle? Exactly. Where is my child? Yes. I, I do think, and I am concerned, it's going to be a story that gets worse before it ever looks better. It's tragic. Independent reporter Nick Sorter posted a very disturbing video along with his tweet that said, Maui police headlock me for asking the mayor about missing children. Right. Mayor Bisson knows the answer, but he's hiding. Yeah, I saw that. I, I don't know if they play that now. The mainstream media have been refusing to press the mayor on this, so residents and I started pressing him hard for the past several days. He's been demonizing and attempting to discredit me ever since. Of course. Regardless we've been able to really blow the lid off this story. This is a cover-up. Children were burned alive. I've even heard horrific first-hand accounts from locals that found baby bones in car seats and bones of a young boy laying on top of his dog to protect it from the inferno. Yes. The four schools in Lahaina served over 3,000 students. Only 400 have enrolled in other schools. Another 200 are doing virtual learning. Where are the children, Mr. Mayor? Okay, so that's, I mean, okay, so then they show this guy getting accosted when he went to the mayor i'm not gonna you have to watch it to really get the full impact but four schools in lahaina served over three thousand students three thousand only 400 have enrolled in other schools evidently up to this point and 200 were doing virtual learning so i you know if you do the math on that you're looking at what potentially 2400 unaccounted for i i, I don't know i mean but it's far, far greater than the number they were citing. Theory, right? Maybe what I just presented with actual facts, articles, and evidence isn't believable. Maybe the Maui fires were caused by climate change. <laughs> Founder of yeah. The Weather Channel and meteorologist John Coleman says climate change is not happening. There is no global warming. Exactly. Climate deniers. Founder of The Weather Channel. And here's that Brian Devil Steltzer interviewing this guy from The Weather Channel. Okay. The founder of the Weather Channel, 
Okay, Brian Stelzer. And you, you'll, I'm, I'm going to play this interview for you. Weather Channel and meteorologist John Coleman says climate change is not happening. There is no global warming. Climate deniers, people who believe climate change is not happening in any meaningful way, are sometimes painted in the media as fringe characters, as kooks. So this might shock you. A man who co-founded the Weather Channel thinks climate change is a hoax. His name is John Coleman. Hello to all your viewers. I resent you calling me a denier. That is a, a word meant to put me down. I'm a skeptic about climate change. And I want to make it darn clear, Mr. Kenny's not a scientist. I am. He's the CEO of the Weather Channel now. I was the founder of the Weather Channel, not the co-founder. And I'm glad you did, because I am addicted to the Weather Channel. I watch a lot I'm of cable news. Now. Hold on just well, a minute. I'm not done. <laughs> and CNN has taken a very strong position on global warming that is that it is a consensus. Well, there is no consensus in science. Science isn't a vote. Science is about facts. And if you get down to the hard, cold facts, uh, there's no question about it. Climate change is not happening. There is no significant man-made global warming now. There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. There's a whole lot of baloney, and I regret it's become political. And not to say there's not a lot of satanic weather manipulation, okay, um, by them, and then blaming all that on climate change that they caused all these man-made i mean look at lahaina okay <laughs> an example so the scientific but the science is on my side i don't think we're going to come to a conclusion about the topic right here what i do wonder well, I know though is when not, you because see you wouldn't the... allow it to happen on cnn but i'm happy well, that we, i got on the air and got a chance to talk minutes. to your uh, to your viewers hello everybody what there I do... is no global warming so we're going to wrap up today's video right <laughs> god bless that guy um, probably that that was an old interview you could tell Steltzer looked a lot um, younger and um, guaranteed they never let him on air ever again I'm, I'm surprised they would have <laughs> let him on air at all they probably were going to demonize him and, and think that they were going to go in there Steltzer was going to bully the guy and it, the exact opposite happened thank God okay next report they made sure the people in Maui cannot leave the incineration kill zone in their vehicles this is premeditated mass murder. Everything is about to change based on this knowledge that we're getting. Literally, somebody who works in a facility of a hospital literally came out with information. And we're going to get you deeper down into what a man said in Maui that he heard. Because a lot of other people were saying the same thing. And it just leads you back to that same question that we've all been saying. The energy systems. Check this out. Uh, but none of them were moving. And I walked all the way from Safeway to the chart house. Not one car had moved. Okay, so this is that gentleman I told you about who's being interviewed. He's obviously a local Mauian, Lahainan resident. And he said, I walked away all from Safeway or whatever to wherever, and none of the cars were moving. Meaning they were stacked up trying to get out, but they weren't moving. But he was able to move about because he was on foot. And I was wondering what was stopping the traffic. Well, it was a policeman. And I got to the end and I looked up north, there were no obstructions, there was no reason to keep those cars there. Are you serious? I'm serious no. as a heart attack. No obstructions. No, no, down, no down power poles, no nothing. And I, I said, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm under orders to keep them here. Yeah. And I said, Just like the Nazis that were taking the J Jews and the gypsies and all the undesirables into the gas chambers and, and committing you know, mass uh, murder, 
you know, in the gas chambers and, and you know, and sh firing squads and stuff. Like that. They were just obeying orders. That's what they said at Nuremberg. We were just obeying orders. Well, when you stand before God, it ain't going to cut it. Is, is right around Safeway. It's going to hit Front Street. You know, these people got to get out of here. And he said, I'm following orders. No way. And I, so I just kept walking. I, well, maybe he knows something I don't, you know. So, And I keep walking down the highway, and I look behind. No cars are coming out. I walked all the way to Waikuli Beach. Still no cars coming out. So he's, he just keeps walking down the unobstructed road. I'm surprised the cop didn't say, no, you got to go back to the kill zone, too. But... And I started hearing boom, boom, boom. And then I heard people screaming and stuff. So he said, I started hearing boom, 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 and screaming and stuff. Okay, so these were the dues weapons attacks starting. People screaming, people being roasted in their cars, alive. And I hope the cop got a really good, uh, you know, a front row seat for all the carnage and mass murder that he uh, enabled. The boom boom usually is a laser mounted aircraft and now the, the officials there are staying at the hotels and the, basically people over there is getting angry about that because they're in these nice luxurious hotels. We're going to look at the boom boom thing about the laser mounted aircraft and, and, and actually show you examples of uh, real life military deuce weapons, laser based weapons and what they sound like. Um, we're going to play a video clip on that. Uh, later well everybody else are basically in this devastated camp because again this is what they're doing in these recent comings and also I see that they're moving more do weapons in the recently remember I told you the top groups North Off Grooming is one of them they're uh, delivering lasers to the government as we speak right now uh, has it go down and say it has delivered a miniaturized high-energy laser source to US government this is Ruggedized for the field use and miniaturizing allows rapid placement in tactical situations. So they're now getting more like, oh, we need to get like a little bit more tactical of 10 kilowatts, uh, nearly the size of a mini fridge, weighing less than 200 pounds. So, and I got the manual basically where they talk about like, oh, well, you know, forest fire as a weapon. We'll talk about that. This is what that system looked like that I'm telling you about right here. President General Manager of Strategic uh, Space Systems, North Art Grooming, by miniaturizing the advanced capability, we are expanding the reach of our technology and continue to lead the way. And again, I, this is a video. You, if you want to watch it, he, it's all the pictures are here. G lasers and getting them to warfighter. So moving, moving from there, though, I need you to listen to the coming scenario. We're going to show you the coming scenario. Before we get to that, look on the website of Defense Tactical Information Center. Forest fire as a military weapon was put on there, and there's something very interesting in this manual that we're going to go straight to. So when you go to this part, what does it say? Forest fire as a military weapon. It says, spray in late June, repeat spray in August if needed. Apply pellets in April or May, burn during dry weather. Now this would be applicable to chemtrails as well, the barium, the aluminum, things that are highly flammable. And it says November, December. But that was back then in the 70s. The weather's changed now. And it was super dry right now. So it tells you that they specifically get ready to burn during these super dry times. And we're going to get to the sun. Yeah. Now, that goes on for a little while. That that was the, the pertinent part. That, um, But it goes a lot further. I'll give you the link there. Next, next report. F what? Now, I have to put this out here. Because this devil, this slimy 
devil, Alex Jones, is you can go up there and glean a lot of truth on his website. And you can also go up there and get super deluded and deceived at the same time. It is a mixture of truth and lies. Most of what they're putting out, I would say, is truth. But a lot of what they're putting out, especially if it comes from Jones himself, that narcissistic freak that he is, is absolute total lies. I've, I've went over all my, my um, word doc on him is so huge now that i mean all the documented stuff that i've been reporting on this guy for so long his attack on god and the things the blasphemous things that he has said out of his mouth i've, I've reported on this a lot in the last one to two years he's really really ramped up the new age rhetoric really ramped up the whole i mean talking cosmic new age he is going to lead his listeners headlong into the new world order he is not going to point to the Lord Jesus Christ. This guy is a devil of the highest order. He is like a Pied Piper of Satan. If you follow him from a moralistic, theological, whatever his whacked out religion is, okay, whatever he thinks, and it's it's a weird admixture of a lot of garbage, okay? He's got a lot of people on his shows that are flat out Christ-hating, Luciferian, New Agers, okay? Or a derivation of all those things fyi reprobate devil alex jones shows his true satanic true satanic colors are shining more and more by the day he's denying the dues the directed energy weapon aspect of the maui massacre he is going out of his mind to try to convince his listeners that dues play no part in that attack now i'm not saying it was the only part i just gave you at the at the start from state of the nation they went through all the different things that they used okay but dues were probably the major component of what went on that because all the signature earmarks of a dues attack were there paradise fire the whole nine yards that was the main signature that was left behind okay so yes it was a combination of a lot of different things to incinerate these poor people um but the main component was dues and for some reason jones is up there just flailing and going nuts about it's not dudes it's not space-based weapons it's it's not um well it could also be from aircraft okay we're gonna look at that more as well so he's trying to convince all his listeners that and then he's also advocating now the lying inaccurate pcr covid tests right before another fake scamdemic is coming even though he's telling you the fake scamdemic's coming and they were the first ones that reported on this and all this other stuff i said that a long time ago that they were going to try to ramp this thing up again and he's taking credit like he's the only one in the universe that that has pointed that a lot of people pointed that out okay that obviously another i mean out of fauci's mouth and all those other devils they said okay bill gates they've been warning us about that since the covid whatever you know came to more of a close and worst of all now jones is praising a transvestite a biological male on his show while telling him how good he looks and that god is working through her even though it's him i'm gonna let you hear it right out of his own mouth so see i have to do this because um there are reports I play up there, particularly from Greg Reese, who's also another New Ager. I wouldn't follow him theologically at all either. But a lot of things, because they've got such a budget, when they do report on truth, a lot of times it's very polished and it's very, very good. 
but again it's more of a gleaning situation i got this um email from dr james a longtime listener of mine and he says around the 2657 to 2703 mark thursday edition of alex jones first hour 8 23 alex jones discusses a bug going around the office i guess at infowars and says quote i got covid tested this morning and don't have covid end of quote alex jones said that okay with and then he goes on to say with everything we know about the covid tests and and we're gonna i'm gonna get into a gigantic thing on the tests near the end of the study okay just to do a refresher for everyone else who when they start to impose these mask mandates and these testing requirements it's a ton of ammo for you that you can reference and access um, to if you need to reconvince yourself or if you need to be re-reminded of these things. One of them is going to be a one-page thing you can print out on the um, uh, exposing the whole face mask thing. Okay, One of it's going to be that. I'm not going to go into depth on all that. I won't have time. But it will be in the, in the PDF for today's date of um, August 28, 2023. Okay, going back to this. With everything we know about the COVID test and everything Alex and frequent guests have said on his show about the testing, the COVID tests, okay, which are one of the most satanic things they've ever foisted on humanity. Why would anybody with knowledge, with that knowledge, get a COVID test and tell his audience basically like complicit, like, oh yeah, I got COVID tests, I was negative. When we know they're totally inaccurate, when we know they're implanting you with all kind of satanic garbage, why would you... And you've reported on that, Jones. No, I, I went ahead and got tested. It just shows me what a gatekeeper you really are at the end of the day. It just makes it counterproductive against anything that's been exposed on his show previously about COVID testing and only helps affirm the globalist narrative. In fact, no one has ever, no one who has a thorough knowledge of the PCR in these rapid tests should ever say, I have COVID because how would you even know? Yes, because they're beyond inaccurate. Every single person out there that claims to have or have had COVID was told by a test that does not test for actually COVID. Okay, they're highly inaccurate. And there's been, again, I've got a whole word doc on the tests. I mean, it is voluminous. I just posted a portion of it. Um, some of the information on that in this document. Okay, uh, this statement by Jones also sends a confusing message to his audience. Why would you even bother taking a COVID, taking a test for COVID after having countless guests on who have confirmed that there's no valid test for it, especially the PCR? Um, and I said to him, I said, yes, I agree. And this is the same devil, meaning Alex Jones, whose main story on his website right now is how the dues, the directed energy weapons, were not used in the Maui mass murder. Meaning, and basically saying they're not used at all. They weren't used the Paradise Fire. They're not using the Canadian wildfires going on. They're not used. See, there's certain things they won't touch. And that also shows me that they're gatekeepers at the end of the day at InfoWars. I think some of them, maybe that work there, like Greg Reese seems like he did mention the dues in one of his in one of his reports. I even played that. It was actually pretty good. He didn't go nuts on it, but he, at least he mentioned it. Okay. Um. I I got a feeling if there's anybody that's gonna be leaving Infowars, it would be Greg Reese, because guys that buck Alex Jones on his show, and I've seen it over and over and over again, that won't go along with the party line. 
that Infowars, the leash they've been given um, by their handlers, by Jones's handlers, if they don't follow that party line, they're out of there. They have went through so many people over the years that I think really wanted to report on the truth. And I'm not saying they don't put out any truth, but they want to report on the full truth, the unadulterated truth. And they were not allowed to do that and had to either, they were either fired or let go or left of their own recognizance. So um, I said, so this does not surprise me. At the end of the day, he is a gatekeeper. See the attachment, my gigantic word doc I have on Alex Jones. Okay, so then around the same day or maybe a day after, I got this email. Alex Jones praises a transvestite and tells him that God is working through her. I'm going to play this for you so you can hear it. And it's the the clip is is it in order for time's sake in order to really get the 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 best clips in, it's 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 spliced up, but you'll hear all the things coming out. You'll see the guy if you want to watch it. You'll see the guy sitting across from him and Jones praising him. Okay, um, let's go ahead and play this. Now I don't actually I'm not 100% sure what studio he's in. Doesn't look like his studio. Um, but boy, oh boy, he is sitting up in his seat and very, very happy to be there. You can just see. He is all ears. Um, he is so, so happy to be doing this this uh, interview. So I'm going to play this. Blair's a good person. You look like a woman. Blair oh, no, I'm sorry. This is actually in his studio, this interview. So Blair's a good person. This is the transvestite across from him. There's a good person. You look like a woman. Blair White's done nothing wrong. Your bones look like a woman. We're very blessed to have you as an amazing, beautiful, smart person. My genetics says this is a woman. You're an articulate, amazing person, a beautiful person. The way God works mysterious ways, it creates beautiful things. It just shows you how... See, the, this how is the kind of subtle, not-so-subtle things that Jones does with his listeners. He, he does a lot of this subtlety. And Satan was the most subtle beast of the field. And Jones is like his father, Satan. And this is how he will indoctrinate his listeners into thinking that this is okay, that God's that God's fingerprints are all over this, when it's only Satan's hoofprints all over this abomination. God works in mysterious ways. I know this in my heart. You're a good person. You love the children. You're the perfect spokesperson. This is what uh, they probably should have uh, done over at, uh, over at uh, Bud Live. Inherently, it is He's showing like half naked pictures of her on his phone which we're going to get to that in a second this is what they should have done at bud light in other words instead of dylan mcelvaney they should have had this blair dude that should have been the spokesman evidently i mean this is how sick and deluded and wicked this guy is spiritual level i realize that god's working through you and it's it's, it's an amazing thing okay so we have that um now when i click on the video for that it's from this blair white's youtube channel okay right off blair White. this is on alex jones's but he did he she was he was on the show he she was on the show he has his own youtube channel blair white and you look at the comments and it says bud wouldn't have used blair because she's not a parody of a woman oh isn't that neat and then Blair is open about being male and says trans women are males, not females. Blair is an effective cross-dresser and does not erase anyone. That's reality. 
no, devil. The reality is, is you're demon possessed of the toenails. Um, then another comment. Blair's the only trans woman that makes sense and doesn't fall into these extreme. Now, if this wasn't real, why would this devil have this up on their website? Nobody's trying to say this didn't happen. Nobody. They're all saying, oh, this is this is wonderful. Um, I mean, it, it, it is truly nauseating. Absolutely 100% beyond not. But see, this shouldn't surprise us because Alex Jones is into this stuff. I reported on this in the past. This is part of my 50 plus page report documentation on this guy. This was from... Um, oh, actually, I don't even know when I put this out. This was, the, uh, oh, this came out 828 of 18. Okay. Newsweek. Infowars Alex Jones appeared to be viewing transgendered Marissa Mink's pornography while uh, filming a personal wellness se segment on his uh, health line. And he looks like he is, you know, on death's doorstep almost. I mean, he, he looks so horrific now. He has aged. He has put on so much weight. I mean, this guy, and yet he's got this big health line. And it just, it just makes him look like such a hypocrite, you know. Um, I said, yes, he is a sick, perverted devil who is into trainees, the transvestites. He was caught on air with trainee porn on his phone a few years back, and that is documented below. I give you the link for it. There's a link to it right there. Um, did God expose Alex Jones and his lies this week when a camera shot of his iPhone showed he was watching some sick type of trainee porn? Well, something's going on because apparently, from what I read on 4chan, there is definitely an attempt by InfoWars to change the raw footage and say the original footage was hacked. But I guess that wasn't working, so InfoWars abandoned that effort and Alex admitted to the trainee porn on his phone. But he had all these justifications. Glenn Kennedy reported on this and said, Alex also lies and says there are two types of people. People that look at porn and those who lie about it. Okay, Because that's Alex Jones's standard okay him him okay that's who that's his only frame of reference is himself his narcissistic psychopathic self or sociopathic self i should say okay um he goes on to say this is another lie because not everybody looks at porn i don't and i know many people who do not do this we're tired of him having a 30 million man army he refuses to send door to door with weekly flyer drops on doorsteps because his masters won't allow it yeah if he mobilized all these listeners in other words boots on the ground not to say that they're all going to do it but a lot of them would a lot of them could get truth out but he's not been authorized by his masters to do it. Alex could send 30 million people out. Well, again, you're not going to get compliance of 30 million, but he could send a lot out there with a thousand flyers each and basically wake up most of the planet. He could give weekly prizes for those that spread the most flyers on the Federal Reserve, the chemtrails, the vaccines, and much more. Plus, he would make a fortune in product sales, but he will not do it. See for yourself, email him at showtips at infowars.com and watch him run from you too. I know Alex won't ever mobilize his army door to door because I personally put up a thousand dollar reward and had people call into his show and he hung up on them. Because he is a devil gatekeeper. That's all Jones is at the end of the day. 
If George Washington was in command and discovered Alex Jones was intentionally not mobilizing his 30 million man army to go door to door, the only thing that can't be really censored, when, and yeah, there's a good point there, he would hang Alex Jones for treason. Okay. Now, this is a liberal guy reporting on it because there's no conservatives that will really, really touch this because they won't go against Jones. But I'm going to play about a minute 39 of this. And so you can get a little bit more on this. The truth about Alex Jones was caught looking at transgender porn on live stream. So again, him having this transgendered in studio. And I think that the one picture shows another uh, thing where he was with that transgender guy uh, at another studio somewhere else. You should see the look on Alex Jones's face. I mean, rarely do you see him that exuberant and excited and because he's into that sick twisted garbage week and i want to say something about it during a live stream alex jones will often cut to a camera that is like kind of over his shoulder yes. and it points almost straight down yes. from above and he'll sometimes show documents he's known for saying i've got the documents right here right and then the camera cuts to him and he shows documents that supposedly prove the existence of some harebrained conspiracy theory and during a recent stream... Now, remember, this guy's a liberal, okay? He's a polished liberal, but he is a liberal. ...shot caught his phone, and something on the phone caught the attention of his viewers. And it turns out that it was transgender pornography, which Donald... Uh, I'm sorry, which Alex Jones... Talk about a Freudian slip. Which Alex Jones, not Donald Trump, had presumed... Who's also another sexual deviant. I've got a 50-plus page file on that with lawsuits and the whole nine yards, okay, on that as well. Uh, this was four years ago uh, on the David Pakman show, whoever that is, but um, four years ago this happened. We've been watching at some prior point. And when I first saw this, I was unsure... So he had been watching... They're showing the screenshot of the thing, and... Um, Evidently, he had been watching that. Somebody. I don't have a smartphone, so I don't know how the, the whole whatever works where he'd been watching something at a previous point. But they show the phone. They show the screenshot of the phone here. Of whether it made sense to cover this story or not, because it's salacious and it's shocking, but it's actually more than that. And it's not about making fun of Alex Jones for his sexual proclivities, if that's what this is indicative of. A lot of people have started to say after it, it leaked or was revealed that Alex Jones was into transgender porn, that it's as simple as he says that transgender is bad and he hates on transgender people on his show. Right. Well, but he's actually... Well, but not so much anymore. <laughs> Maybe at one point he did, but not so much anymore. Super turned on by transgender right. people and transgender sex. Yeah, so he's a he's a hypocrite. This There's so much sexual deviancy regarding alex jones that i could probably do a two-part study just on his sexual deviancy and again in the document that i've got um on him the 50 plus page document there's a lot of stuff regarding that subject i don't really want to get into that but he's one of the main people out there and he's one of the main people screaming the loudest in alternative media that the um the dues weapons were not a factor. So it forced me to do this because I'm not going to just take that lying down having this fork tongue devil out there deceiving 
his listeners or potentially my listeners over this particular subject when it's so overwhelming that they use dues. It's just mind-boggling. Okay, next report. Hawaiian Governor Green had already cleared the way to take the land that was incinerated in Maui, Lahaina, long before the dues mass murder attack ever occurred. Like I said, this was this was pre-planned for a very, very, very long time. Plus, the FEMA-supplied emergency water is making the Maui residents sick. You want to know how Governor Green was planning on stripping the land from the people? He says in this quote, I'm already looking for ways to acquire Lahaina. Oh no. He already put in the measures. He's not looking. He filed paperwork in the background. He removed protections in the background before the fire. He already is prepared. Before the fire, he was prepared to take the land. Don't believe me? Watch this. Weeks prior to the fire, Green had an emergency proclamation. Why would it be emergency if there wasn't a catastrophe? But Governor Green. Did. Um, he gets rid of the Land Use Commission red tape. Just obliterates it. Setting the stage for the seizure of this land. Okay, stay with me. There's a lot more. Okay. The governor can now because of this, build any way he wanted. But he had another obstacle, and that was the fact that Lahaina was declared to be an historical site. But the historical site no longer exists. And the language said that the locals could keep out the businesses and the developers they didn't want so long as there wasn't a natural disaster. And then the state has the right to rezone the land and listen, all right, wait for it, and seize it. So this was done just prior to the fire, and then you see this statement. So what do you And then even though it wasn't a natural disaster, it was totally, obviously, premeditated mass murder, and we just documented that in the first part of the teaching. They're going to they're gonna bill it as a natural disaster and give them the right to do all this other nefarious land grab garbage. Think, guys seems planned and coordinated doesn't it i'm not talking about them cutting off the water or stopping the supplies or blocking the roads or not sounding the sirens i'm talking about him trying to acquire the land through legislation of crap he's writing if you don't know governor green's 100 percent a part of the united nations agenda 2030 100 percent his team put out a press release to the public to release it just read this simple story it'll blow your mind and you'll see for a fact 100 percent he's implementing the united nations agenda 2030 which is the you'll own nothing and be happy we own everything you know them they own everything here's the story check it out this is it right here from a local news station that he put the press release this came from his office they didn't write this story about the governor the governor released this story this is from his office right here just type this in governor josh Green. he's showing all the screenshots from official news sources this is straight from the governor 2030. This is the news article. Go read it. 100%. He's implementing Agenda 2030. He already mandated they're going to be all electric here. He's trying everything to implement this and clearly he's trying to strip their land before the emergency ever happened. What does that mean? Common sense. We're not going to get all philosophizer conspiracy. What does it mean common sense? If someone's trying to do things to strip land and all of a sudden it fits exactly to this historic part of rezoning. And then you got the dude saying it. He's looking for ways to strip the land. No, he already 
found the ways, implemented the ways, and now he's finishing up the plan. That's what he should be saying. But they can't admit it to the people because they know once the sleeping giant wakes up, which is you and me, and once we all come together under unity, it, their gig is up. It's game over. Well, let's continue and see what that gentleman has to say. He still's got more bombs to drop. How many coincidences does it take to make a conspiracy that's valid? Okay, there's more. There's more this governor did. In January of 2023, the department, this is under the direction of the governor, the Department of the Hawaiian Homeland proposed a $75 million housing project on 51 acres in Lahaina where the fire destroyed these structures. I've looked into this. And I talked to some of the locals. And you know what they told me? Dave, they never came in here and, and, and had enough room to do this. They just did it. And people are saying they were assuming these structures wouldn't be here at some point in time. That's what the locals are saying yeah. universally. Right. Now, I'm going to say this to you, too. There's a Wi-Fi problem on Maui, on the West End. There's one Wi-Fi truck. If you've ever been to Lahaina, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's one Wi-Fi truck in the parking lot of what was Safeway. One for the whole town. The state of Hawaii does not want these people communicating with people like me. Nope, they definitely don't. Because the number one goal and control is this. They want to control what you hear, what you see, what you think. That's why they're dividing all the people in Maui. They're making them get permission slips to be able to travel. Everybody says they have no service over there. It's really, really hard. So the most important part is the people. The most important part is you and what are you going to do about it? All of us have to do our part. You feel it in your heart. You know you have to do something. And I want to tell you, if nobody's told you that you're here for a purpose, you're here right now for this very moment in history. You're here right now to be the change because we don't want to live in a world where the government hides everything, people are dying, no help, just a bunch of excuses, stepping down, running around in circles, and hurting the people. And I don't want to live like that. I'd rather stand up and die on my feet than ever live like that. So I know a lot of people feel this way too. And I want to tell you, you're not alone. And you're here for a purpose. And if you're out there hearing this right now, it ain't by accident, guys. So be the change that you want to see. It starts with you. Okay. Yep. Amen. Um, yeah. So that we have that. And then along these lines, we have this under this next video. So this is really weird. You remember how FEMA was blocking people from bringing food, water, and gas to the people in Hawaii? Well, well I think they still are, but that FEMA has been supplying has been making everyone sick. I'm the sure. water that they've also, that FEMA's been supplying has been making everybody there sick. And there's a whole report here, not safe government proved, provided drinking waters making disaster-stricken uh, disaster stricken Maui residents sick. They're experiencing fever, chills, and other ailments from drinking this um, potable water. <clears throat> it should be poison water. Again, just one more thing they're doing to, to annihilate people there. Just a coincidence, though. And not just that, when they sign the FEMA paperwork to actually get help, they literally forfeit the rights to all their property. Now, I don't know about that, but, you know, at this point, not a whole lot would surprise me. Pesky property owners, they wouldn't sell. And this Illuminati card game that came out decades ago. Yeah, there's an Illuminati card game um, 
that came out decades ago and it shows a guy like uh i don't know it looks like more like a touristy type person and these two guys who are hawaiians like i don't know it's almost like they're pushing him into a, i don't know if it's a volcano or something like that um <clears throat> and but there's fire involved in the card there's a, it's a, like a fire theme on the card you can see smoke going up in the background so it's it's very very fishy it's nothing even though the ground has a literal burn mark that'd be caused by something maybe something like this or this yeah he's showing dudes weapons they think you're stupid do you want to see just how stupid they think you are this is how stupid but we are laser focused on getting aid to survivors nice choice of words Gaslighting skills, one million. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're already trying to get ahead of this stuff. Tinfoil hats ready. Maui wildfires spark conspiracy theories about space lasers. Oprah land grabs and suspicious trees. So this is this is how Satan tries to debunk and get ahead of stuff. You're going to see it every single time um, whenever you have something like this coming out. Now, this screenshot, President Biden just released this on 814 uh 23 evidently this was right you know near the time it happened we're laser focused straight from biden laser focused on getting aid to survivors including critical needs assistance a one-time 700 dollar payment fema fema people are, are in you know potentially up to 1300 per night five-star hotels or more that's just per night that's not also including all the other expenses um but don't worry satan is coming to save the day critical needs assistance 700 dollars payment yeah i'm sure that would go really far in maui too can't even <coughs> imagine the cost of living there 700 dollars payment per household oh boy i'm you know great the ones that aren't incinerated the, the households that aren't incinerated 700 dollars per household payment offering relief during an unimaginably difficult whatever i can't read all the rest anyway yeah there's the screenshot for that if you want to see a picture of that so you we have that then we have this fema order surfaces for full media blackout of maui disaster images so they're they're really really going in with a cover-up at this point a person wishing to stay anonymous has sent me this fema email by this email by fema sent to their nonprofit who is headed to Maui to help with disaster relief. They ask that they are being, they say they're ask, being asked to stop posting any images or videos while on the ground effective immediately. And here it is, screenshot, Department of Homeland Security, FEMA, uh, August 19th, 2023. Out of respect for those who perish, we're, we're asked by the Maui County officials to pause on posting on social media and elsewhere new imagery of the damage, disaster, and debris starting now. They're asking for a full stop on disaster imagery going forward. Um, so, yeah, they want to make sure they're containing this. There's been a lot of, obviously, exposure of this. They're having a very hard time containing this. It's too egregious. It's too in your face um, for them to really contain properly. Going forward, they're erecting a huge dust screen around Lahaina, the Lahaina Massacre Zone. But what's to hide? No freedom of press now? 
they will arrest you for trespassing because they now occupy the land period okay so i'm gonna play this okay so here's this devil actor uh satanic actor pelletier the 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 what police chief and also the coroner as we've learned in a previous video uh so fires around the world and none of them ever needed a dust screen to block the view of nine miles of city and using the police officers to install it guaranteed they have this dust screen most likely ready to go you don't have nine miles of something like this it's not a dust screen it is a screen to obscure viewing into maui okay uh, jeff bezos gives 100 million to the government of lahaina not the people not the people bezos thinks the 100 million will rebuild the city for the government not for the hawaiian people um and um let's let's play this it's a video here we're adding because of the department of transportation a dust screen but it also obstructs the view which is a good thing because we yeah it's a good thing for satan because then you know satan operates in darkness and he wants as much darkness around this event as possible so that you can't get the truth people stopping over on the side and trying to exploit some of the different things that are going in oh yeah they have right. shut down our ability to fly drones in west maui we understand the freedom of the press but when we were here two days ago there was a national news site actually standing on front street streaming we're adding because of the department of transportation a dust screen which does a couple things it actually blocks the dust and the debris with the winds coming out, but it also obstructs the view. That's the only reason they're putting it up, is it obstructs the view. It's a good thing, because we don't need people stopping over on the side and trying to exploit some of the different things that are going in. It's a large scene, and so we're going to ask that you travel to and from where you need to go, and you don't pull over, because you're going to be warned and then you're going to be towed. They have shut down our ability to fly drones in West Maui, which was not the case immediately after the fire. And personally, I'm wondering what changed. Now, you see the red box there. That covers most of the zone that burned, or maybe all of it. And this was not a problem, uh, you know, a few days after the, the fire. When this happened, we went down, and luckily we got a lot of good, high-quality 4K footage. That's why we can't have you walking down there. We had to arrest somebody for trespassing. <laughs> and so if we want to keep doing this and slowing it down, keep doing that. Oh, yeah, slowing it down. This guy is one of the greatest satanic actors that has ever walked the planet. And he, and it's always like this this big brother, um, we're we're doing this for your own protection and, and you know, have respect for the, the dead that we incinerated and I am on the side of righteousness and... I mean, this guy, I tell you, I've seen some behavior out of the guy that is Academy Award winning stuff, really. That's the Pelletier guy. The same um, guy that was in charge of the Las Vegas, was there for the Las Vegas shooting. Just so happens now he's in charge of this one. Okay, and to add to this, I'm going to play this video. And again, these are all videos where you're actually seeing pictures. If you want to watch any of these, feel free. There seems to be a huge emphasis on ensuring that the media and anyone else can't see what's going yeah. on. Now they're literally driving and they've got this the, um, on the road in this dust screen, this this black blacked out dust screen so you can't see inside 
of Lahaina. So they're showing you that this has actually already been put up. Here in Lahaina, West Maui, there are miles and miles of this black fence going up that was not here before that is obscuring ground zero and making sure no one can see what's going on it's amazing they're devoting all this effort to putting up this double dust this double blackout screen and when that same um those same people would be desperately needed inside to you know what i mean help the people maybe recover and get back on their feet and no 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 it's being all all the efforts being into the satanic uh blackout screen so that's again your taxpayer dollars at work there from the road no one can get in there no one can take any pictures and then i've also seen these weird foreign police cars showing up these special police uh -huh. what I, i'm not sure what to call them this is a nissan but there's quite a large presence of these standing guard around the perimeter oh, i bet we've also lost our ability to fly drones really anywhere near this area now this 20 second clip here that i i tried to get out of my car and show what was going on i was almost immediately after these 20 seconds National Guard came, chased me off, yelled at me, told me to get back in my car and keep And he's moving. outside the burn zone, just filming this the supposed dust screen, this blackout. He's outside it, and he's being chased off. So you cannot pull over. You can't even stop your car anywhere mm -hmm. near any of this anymore. Mm -mm. Now, I'm going to show you a fairly long clip that shows just the how extensive the fencing is on the western side of the main highway here. And there also is National Guard, regular police, and what I have dubbed special police, which are these police cars that are foreign made. Uh, the people that are driving them are not, they don't look like any police I've ever seen no. in the United States. So kind of a bizarre situation, but they have all, they have a, a huge presence. Probably some type of UN, NATO type undercover police force. Standing guard ensuring that nothing can be documented you can't stop your car you can't pull over you can't fly a drone you can't take a picture you can't get in anywhere near any of this which is part of what makes the footage that i have so unique now i always make sure to point out that the footage that i have has been uploaded to the mainland to multiple people they have the credentials to my social media so if anything does happen to me it's not going to prevent the story getting out but the footage I have both uh, on the ground and, uh, in, and drone, but particularly on the ground, is not going to be able to be reproduced with the amount of resources they have put into locking this area down. Now, I am working on... Again, and, and the, the, obviously the vast amount of, of effort that's going into this area is not in, not in any kind of helping the local residents that were incinerated or the ones that are alive or the few there be that are alive. No, it's just purely going into this cover-up. That's all it's really doing. Another video now that's going to show side-by-side side this same drive a week ago so you guys can compare the, you know, what it's like now and you can see just the amount of fencing, rocks, police, barricades, all of the effort they are putting into this, they are putting a lot of energy into it, uh, which is uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I'd be interested in, in hearing your thoughts on it. Now, I also want to point out that the reason I've been able to keep cranking out these videos and ignoring my, not ignoring, but somewhat neglecting my normal job, my, in, my income from my normal job pretty much went away weeks ago when I started all this. The reason I've been able to do that is because I recently put my Zell in. The okay, I, he gets into whatever. Um, all right, so we have that. And let's see here. Cover up. Licensed operator says 
his drone was force grounded upon nearing the site of Maui fire origin. Then he was visited by government agents. The federal government was not happy when a licensed drone operator, Davin Phelps, tried to film the suspected origin of the so-called wildfires that burned down Lahaina and incinerated its residents and other nearby spots on the Hawaiian island of Maui. According to Fox News host Will Kane, who we heard from earlier, Phelps' drone was grounded by force as it neared the target site. Uh, not long after that, the federal agents paid Phelps a visit to have a talk about the matter. A little big brother, strong arm talk. Uh, during the meeting, federal agents reportedly told Phelps that he was prohibited from filming in the area where the Maui wildfire is believed to have started, because obviously this is a gigantic cover-up at this point. Phelps was still able to capture some footage before this, though, which he shared with Kane, the guy from Fox News. The footage shows entire buildings across the entire city blocks reduced to gray ash while the trees surrounding them remain intact. This, many believe, serves as evidence that the wildfires are not to blame, but rather directed energy weapons dues. Again, we're not like it wasn't like it was in amidst some forest where some for a forest wildfire occurred. Okay, that wasn't the case. Okay, this was like a city <clears throat> was. <clears throat> Phelps also shared with Kane numerous still images that he captured, which show other strange anomalies that point the disaster being another false flag incident possibly perpetrated by the government itself okay now we're going to segue out of that that just builds on what we talked about last week and here's an example this just broke 79 arsonists arrested in greece for starting fires that were blamed on climate change okay politicians blame the blaze on climate change before the cause was even officially determined of course um greece's Civil Protection Minister warned that arsonists have attempted to set new fires on Mount Perintha, north of Athens, and said, you are committing a crime against this country. Um, he said, arsonist scum are setting fires that threaten forest property and most of all human lives. He said, you will not get away with it. We will find you. You will be held accountable. Well, it doesn't look like they've got quite the um, premeditated mass murder infrastructure set up in greece as they do in maui okay evidently they don't have that that level of premeditation in uh, infrastructure and boots on the ground satanic structure to pull the same thing off in greece so they just had to send out illegal illegal aliens um probably muslims it sounds like that were just going up and burning up everything okay these arsonists are responsible for destroying thousands of people's lives and over 321,000 acres of land, the largest wildfire ever recorded in the European Union. Wow. Unconfirmed chatter that asylum seekers are among the majority arrested. Imagine that. Asylum seekers. Those are illegal aliens, typically Muslims, who have been sent there by design on purpose to destroy any kind of culture in the um, uh, in like the European area. Okay, the cultures in the European area. Talked about that a lot in previous studies. The guy who wrote this says, my thoughts. The climate change lying excuse for these fires ends with this story. 79 people starting fires just doesn't happen. It means this is planned and organized. I mean, why would why would even these devil Muslims all of a sudden say, we're going to burn the country down we're fleeing into? What would motivate them to do that? I mean, other than if they viewed them as maybe infidels. But again... If they're in the country, they're burning the own, their own, the, own the, the country they're moving into down. 
So it doesn't make a lot of sense. But if they're being paid, you know, it means this is plain and organized. Who's funding and organizing these 79, probably more, people to do this? All the fires occurring lately, Canada, countless U.S. fires. How many are being started by people? Well, yeah, I'm sure a certain percentage of them are. This is a multi-pronged attack, just like we documented at the start of this uh, broadcast. There's a lot of aspects to this. If chatter about the asylum seekers above is true, how many asylum seekers have come into the U.S. through open borders? They are burning down the world under the guise of climate change. Yeah, it's win-win for Satan essentially then canadian government starts fire upwind from houses and attacks victims with roadblocks the canadian police are blocking food and vital supplies and local firefighters are forbidden to fight them while the real firefighters are standing down okay while i'm, I'm sorry while the quote real firefighters which are basically the uh play actor ones evidently are standing down so this is obviously heavily related to what's going on in Hawaii. Some big news out of Canada. There are many reports of locals blaming the firefighters for recklessly starting these fires. We're hearing report after report after report that supplies are being blocked at key locations mm -hmm. to prevent them from getting to people in need. Of course. They're trying to force these people away from their homes. And yet they don't actually provide any protection from the fire. In fact, the authorities are setting fires. They've admitted See, to guys, this is how they, they they get us into the stack and pack cities. They burn they burn off the the forests and, and a, a lot of the prime places to flee, and get you get you into the whole agenda twenty one stack and pack cities. You know where they'll only have designated corridors like the Hunger Games where you can go and and um you know if you have some kind of whatever special license maybe. And you know this is this is what they're doing to create that whole system. It's all by design, on purpose. They are literally incinerating the planet right now. Setting fires. The police are also harassing and intimidating locals who are trying to put out fires themselves. Of course. Telling them they're not properly trained, that they're not on the communication channels, that they're somehow going to get in the way of these firefighters that aren't even present at the scene. I tell you, they really have their satanic minions in 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 the right spots evidently because they're they're really pulling this off. They're pulling this off all over, you know. It's it's just incomprehensible that there are so many satanic devils in on this thing. We have a lot of narratives that to me seem like they're designed to disempower people, to demoralize people. Yes. And ultimately to enable these fires to spread across the country. This is sinister, it is sick. The locals feel betrayed. The police are blocking travel and vital supplies. The firefighters are starting fires. Mm -hmm. And to add insult to injury, the police are crafting this narrative with the help of the media that these Canadian patriots are stealing firefighting equipment. Yeah. That there's yeah. looting going on, etc. Right, looting. Yeah, right. You're you're up in some mountain mountainous place, and all the the homes are burning down. And I'm sure the homeowners up there are going and looting each other's houses when they're just fleeing for their lives or just trying to protect their own property. The last thing they'd be thinking of is looting. But see, that's the excuse they've got to use to not let you back on your property. So there's nobody there that can do anything about when your house is burned into its own footprint from these. These are actual wildfires, but they're being started by on purpose, by design, you know, probably through a myriad of different ways. This new narrative is a preemptive attack 
against Canadians who want to fight these fires themselves and want to document what the hell the police and the firefighters are actually doing out there. They're telling people they can't take photos, they can't fly drones. We have a very interesting testimony from a local that's going viral on social media. People are sharing this in droves. And of course, I wanted to share this with everybody here. This I'm going to actually play that in, in another audio coming up. demonstrates that amongst the locals, there's strong disbelief of the official government accounts of these fires. Many people are pointing their fingers at the firefighters. He's showing all kind of first-hand footage of these Canadian wildfires. And I mean, it is like a hellscape. I mean, what they're showing. And their so-called planned ignition strategy that they openly admitted to. And people are pointing at them and saying, this is the cause of the fire. Right. The response from the government is beyond negligent. It's criminal. They're stopping people from fighting the fires themselves. They're stopping supplies from coming in. Yep. They're blocking travel. They're blocking media. And they're telling us they're starting fires. That's a bad combo. It's almost like they're setting the stage later if they get caught. Oh, well, we're just doing a planned ignition. This is grotesque. Yeah, it is. Okay, so that was a little segue into the rest of what we'll be talking about here. Bombshell. Shushwap fires, which, which is one of the places this is going on in British Columbia, intentionally lit by Canadian authorities with planned ignitions. The director of the wildfire operations in BC, Cliff Chapman, admitted that they started the fires with a planned ignition. And I'm not even going to play that part, but he admitted it, it was right on the thing. And, um, and that they did this even though they knew the strong winds were approaching. Okay. The, again, by design on purpose. Since then, the RCMP have ordered local police to stop anyone from entering the area in an effort to, quote, prevent looting. And these are people that can basically show proof that they have property in these areas and they're trying to bring aid back to the other people, their other friends, their other neighbors, and they won't let them in. I mean, it's 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 very, very reminiscent of what is going on in Maui. Um, obviously, a little different there. Um, we're talking a much greater land expand than Maui. They were able to contain it more. They were able to really, really make the kill box a lot more concentrated than Maui. It's harder to create a kill box like that, that concentrated when you're dealing with thousands of square miles of land. Okay, so um, I'm going to play this video. They're making its push. Just a few days ago, I received this email from a PFT viewer. My name is Steph, and my husband, Jorn, and I own a home at the end of Meadow Creek Road in Celesta, B.C. The fire department and forestry lit a backburn around 4 p.m. on Thursday, August 17th, knowing there were 30-kilometer winds coming. No news outlets is talking about this. My husband has been monitoring the winds and the Adams Creek fire for weeks. On Tuesday, August 15th, we knew the winds were coming. The fire was approximately 15 kilometers away from us. We don't know who decided to light a backburn knowing the wind forecast. They lit a 14 kilometer backburn right to our back door and never notified us. Mm. My dad, who lives in. It's just like Lahaina. They don't want you to have a heads up. They want you to be caught as flat footed and ill prepared as possible. Knew about an out of control backburn before we did. They didn't even come to tell us. They notified the locals by posting it on a piece of paper at the gas station <laughs> at 8.45 p.m. I, I guess that's their, that's their Kabbalistic plausible deniability. We, you were warned. I, you know, 
wow, you, you didn't see a piece of paper at the gas station when you had all this havoc going on. Yeah, that's on you, you know? That's, that's basically what Satan would do. We saw the fire just over the ridge, and by 12 p.m., it had reached Meadow Creek Road and was in my backyard. Without the back burn, we could have had a whole day to prepare. We did have sprinklers up, water tanks loaded, and generators ready to go. We knew we were pretty much on our own and would not receive much help. The fire department did come down the road and were there briefly. Once they deemed the fire out of control, they left. Well, is it, when isn't the fire that what came, fire departments are supposed to do? Deem things out of control, let... And, and leave and leave everybody in the lurch and and just let all the fire the fire burn all the people up and and the families and whatever they did all that they can do you know for satan at least they did into the valley we watched it burn up the sides of the mountain due to the humidity dome created with all the sprinklers and water the fire department abandoned us about two hours had passed when some locals came down our valley with resources and help I was notified that the fire department was sitting in a field having coffee, so I went. Having coffee, having a coffee break in the middle of, of this. You know, Nero fiddling while Rome burned. I, I, I don't even know what the proper analogy is here. Get them. When I got there, I asked them to come help us, told them the situation. One of the firemen told me they wanted to help, but they had orders to sit. Oh, like the guys again in the Nuremberg trials that said we were just obeying orders when we, you know, executed all the innocent Jews and gypsies and, and, the, and the people that we were taking in the concentration camps. Well, you're in a very similar situation there. I yelled at them to get in their trucks and come help us. They said they would. <laughs> I went back down the road to notify our crew that they were coming. Oh. I sat and waited but no one came. About 15 minutes had gone by, so I went back up the road and found them sitting about a kilometer away. They told me they were assessing the situation. <laughs> I asked how they could assess it if they couldn't see it. Oh, man. I again asked them to come help, and they finally did. Everyone ran around putting hot spots out. We wore water packs and half masks with headlamps for the next three days, making sure our houses made it through. In the initial days after the super fire, the locals were able to get water, gas, and supplies, but now there is a heavy police presence. Mm. They have the roads blocked Oh, you mean off, like Lahaina? Yeah, just like that. Saying they are preventing looting. Mm, right. The locals are being told to return to their homes. They're not allowed to be helping at all. No, of course not. There are spike strips on Do you the know how many reports I've heard on, on Lahaina, too, and in Maui, about all the ways these people are trying to get aid into people and they're being blocked every single way the guys are trying to do it from the ocean locals are there i saw a whole report a whole news report and they're like yeah we were, we we're able to figure a way around the the floating barricades the basically the the all the boats that try to intercept us when we come in there to get aid. they don't want that they don't want any of those people to have aid they want you to die they want you to be as if you did live to be as miserable as possible so you will be the most in the most prone mindset to just give your land over to over to Satan and the government. Road. Police blocks everywhere. Yeah. There are people trying to get essential supplies in, such as water, gas, and food by boat. They are being turned away. Police are patrolling the roads and water. They have the gas stations blocked off. We need of the real story to get out so that we can get help. 
we are more than equipped to help put this fire out, but are being stopped. We need resources such as gas, diesel to keep us going. They're trying to starve us out so they can let it burn. Yep. And clips are starting to emerge of people trying to and bring... The, the number of that guy is given. My number is 250-509-0400. Please feel free to post my number. Again, the number, his number is 250 250- Five zero nine zero four zero zero. I don't know how applicable this is still now. I, I mean, this is some days later. I imagine that I'm doing this report, but still, there's there's the number. Keep us going. They're trying to starve us out so they can let it burn. And clips are starting to emerge of people trying to bring in supplies, and they're being blocked by the RCMP. Hi there. How are you? Hi. That's bad news. No one's allowed in anymore. That is definitely going to be a problem. Yeah. I am. I am feeding the whole town right now. Hey. I'm personally feeding the whole town right now. Well. It is, um, so hold on. Can so I here, here's one of these gatekeeping devil cops that say, "Oh, I can't go in, eh? No way." And she's like, "I'm trying to literally feed this whole community. I've got food and supplies." No, I don't know, eh? You're not going to go in, eh? No way. I, I, really, really? No, he's under orders. I, I love this. I love the the gatekeeper. I'm under orders. I'm just doing what Satan told me to do. Um, you know, I'm beyond a coward at bare minimum, and I'm gonna stop you. Um, so I just, I've been ordered not to let anyone cross the bridge. So she's filming this this devil. CSRD and see if they'll let you through, but right now you're not allowed to cross the bridge. So, okay, well, we'll walk then. Hi, guys. Well, I don't understand. The, the one thing she says, okay, we'll walk. Now, I don't know whether, I mean, if she's got a lot of supplies. I don't see how that's going to really, I mean, I don't know how far the stuff is away, but, I mean, that sounds like a really bad option. But anyway, now that it goes fast forwards to this part. So, let me chat for a moment. Um, so what you did to us right there, you totally tricked us. So I came across already. You were, you were here in this car when I came across the first time. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that's where that's, that is, a, don't you think that's a problem? So now I, I live over there. I, I am literally feeding this entire community right now. He doesn't care. Okay. What has happened exactly? No, we, we need some answers. Like our community. When, when she asked him what is happening, he shrugs his shoulders. I cannot imagine being so satanic and black-hearted and apathetic. Where where you he's 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 tinkering on his computer in the car. You can tell he's really like annoyed by her presence and him being bothered. We need some answers. This is this is not going to go well um, for anybody. And we're, we're we don't want we're not trying to well, to do anything. Sorry, what's your name? Constable Gill. And what's your ID? Badge number is 56051. Okay, so you were instructed to stop everyone who comes across this bridge? Correct. And so for what reason? I was given an order and I'm following that order. Okay, well, um, what is the order exactly? To not let anyone across the bridge. We need an answer on to why. What Contact are we... Sergeant Kennedy at the Chase RCMP. Can you get me his number, please? I do not have his number. Google it. It turns out Google she's... it. That was his. That was his ultimate thing. Google it. Special place in hell, buddy.
Special place in hell for you and all your devil ilk is all I can say. You're going to love it down there, though. Don't worry. White Hat Hellfire is so fun. It's so fun. You're going to love it. Not the only one. Last night, about 20 protesters showed up to confront the police. Frustrated with wildfire response in the Shuswap area, locals organized a truth and freedom convoy. Days after tensions started simmering in the Shuswap area of BC over wildfire fighting efforts, a convoy of locals attempted to seek answers at an area roadblock. A notice of the so-called Convoy of Truth and Freedom was posted to a local Facebook group Wednesday instructing drivers to gather at the Shuswap Community Center at 6 p.m. before vehicles would make their way down towards Sorrento. We wish to engage in a diplomatic and peaceful conversation with checkpoint officers to seek clarity as to why such a large block. The threat of the fires is greatly reduced, read the Post. Organizers wrote that their intention was to start the process of dismantling the blockade and opening Highway 1 between Sorrento and Blind Bay. And here's a short clip of some of those people attempting to reason with the police. Look guys, it's just, this, the order is the order, right? Well, there's, there's well, massive you know it's theft wrong. Issues. You know that order is wrong, bro. massive theft issues. You know massive theft issues. This is the satanic excuse. Massive theft. Right, right. Up in the mountains, in mountain homes, people that are probably, um, you know, affluent, some of them at least. People that are probably good people for the most part that are just up there probably wanting to have more freedom and liberty and not be boxed in in a stack and pack city type of mentality and this is the satanic excuse this slime is using to justify them not letting anybody no aid no nothing going in you know it's just you, you see this all across the board anyway that's all we have for part one uh god bless you and we will see you in part two